Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Lively Pod. How is it already March? Literally two months have gone by. I feel like 2022 just started, and it's already feeling like spring, at least in Williamsburg. It's supposed to get up to 70 degrees today, and to say I am excited would be an understatement. So I am feeling all things spring, which means I am in need of a dire spring reset, a monthly reset. Today is March 2nd when this is coming out for Wellness Wednesday, and so I figured it would be the perfect time to walk you all through how I reset for each month what I do to keep on track with my goals because it's super easy when you set New Year's resolutions or New Year's goals or goals for the year to say you're going to do something and then all of a sudden it's November and you feel like you haven't accomplished anything that you said at the beginning of the year and it's it's a hard spiral and so because like things just get busy you get busy things change, you move, you graduate, all of these things that are going to happen and time can just slip away. And so having these monthly reset sessions, almost like a mini New Year's goal setting session, like when I did that episode before in January, this is how I kind of take that information and turn it into a monthly reset. So there's a little, there's four components of my monthly resetting system. And so we have a monthly reflection section, goal setting section, planning, and a physical space reset. I always start with the reflection piece because I want to see where I've come in the past months and also reflect on why I want to continue going in a certain direction. And often my direction changes, like come March, come June, come October, things probably won't be the same as I thought they would be in January. And this is the time that I take to reset my intentions and align them back with what I want to accomplish and the path that I'm on now. And so in your monthly reflection, you want to take some time, whether it just be to think about these things, you can journal on them. These make great journaling prompts. If you listened to last week's episode all about my favorite ways to journal, you know I love prompted journaling. And so monthly reflection is a super fun one to do in a longer session, or you can break it up throughout the month, just reflecting back on things like how your year's going so far. What goals have you been actively working on? Which ones have you let slide a little bit? Why? Why have you let them slide? And why have you been actively working on different ones? Because you're definitely working on something. We're all working on something in life. It could be relaxation. You, you can work on that. But it could also be these big life-changing goals that you're working on. And you may have set a bunch of goals at the beginning of the year and realized that you don't really enjoy doing those things. You don't enjoy working out at the gym six days a week with one rest day. And that's okay. 
you can reframe those goals to still get daily movement in, but you don't have to be going to the gym six days a week, even if that was your intention at the beginning. And so understanding like which ones you let slide and why you let them slide can really help you reframe those goals to continue moving in the direction you want to be moving in, but not necessarily get bogged down in, oh, I'm not accomplishing the intention I set at the beginning of the year, so I'm a failure. You're not a failure by any means. It just wasn't the right goal for right now. And you can change that. You can add new goals here. You've looked at what you've been actively working on. You've looked at what you let slide. And maybe you change some goals and write some new ones. So in your monthly reflection, this is a really powerful time to envision where you want to be at the end of the month. It's really easy to picture yourself in a year after achieving all these big goals and dreams. But when you break it down into months and see how far you need to get in a month, it can be more realistic in terms of what can you actually handle right now and therefore what goals can you physically achieve within a year. And so I know for me at least, I'm a really big dreamer and I have really lofty goals. And when I break them down into actionable steps in a month, which we'll do in the next section for goal setting, it really helps me see that maybe I'm being too hard on myself and setting these goals and I'm setting myself up for failure if I'm trying to achieve them in a year. Doesn't mean that they won't happen eventually, but I'm being a little out there with my goals when I look at it as breaking it down into what I have to do this month to achieve it within a year. And so kind of envisioning where you want to be at the end of your month and how you'll feel at the end of the month when you do hit all of your monthly goals. And so that's a really big one too is putting yourself in your future use shoes and seeing how you'll feel, how proud of yourself that you'll be. Maybe you'll be more energized because your goal is to fuel yourself better with better nutrition. Maybe you'll feel stronger because you want to lift heavier in the gym. Whatever it may be, write out how you'll feel and that'll be a powerful motivator for achieving those goals throughout the month. Getting into the actual monthly goal setting, you've reflected, you've kind of seen where you've been, where you want to go, and looking at the smaller scale of where you want to be within a month, you're going to go and write out your top three goal focuses for the month. When you're looking at all of your goals for the year, there might be some goals that you don't really need to be working on right now. And that's okay. And maybe others need a lot of attention, such as studying for midterms because it's March. And so a lot of you guys are probably going through midterms and that's going to require a lot of your attention if school is one of your top priorities and getting good grades is one of your goals for the year, for the semester. And so maybe that's one of your top goals while growing on social media doesn't need to happen right now. And so maybe you put that one on the back burner for a while. 
And so picking your top three goals from the ones that you set at the beginning of the year that you can work on right now. I would, I'd say the top three, because I think that's a reasonable amount of effort to dedicate to three different areas of your life. Then once you have those top three focuses, we want to write out actionable steps to continue the three goals for this month. What are steps that you can actively check off of your list that are in your control? So say it's read two books. Maybe you want to walk 30 miles. I would encourage you to stay away from daily habits. And while I find habit trackers and things like that are super motivating and I still do them and I think there's a place for them that we'll get into later, but I would encourage you to not let your actionable steps be to take a walk daily or something like that because once you don't do it one day, the motivation immediately tumbles down because you've already not hit your goal. You've already failed because you said you were going to do it every single day this March. And so instead, what you can do is you could say walk 30 miles. Instead of saying walk a mile a day, you have 30 miles because then that allows you to, if one day you get sick, you're feeling really crappy, you just need a day in bed, a whole day to rest, and you don't walk a mile, totally fine. On another day when you're feeling super active, then you can maybe walk two miles, three miles, four miles, and you're chipping away at that goal and giving yourself a little bit more wiggle room. And so this can go for things in the gym too, where you're like, maybe your goal, I know one of my goals is to have a full body day, a leg day, and an upper body day in my routine, my weekly routine. And so I have these three goals and if it comes to Saturday and Sunday and I need to double up on one, that's okay. Like I I can physically do that, but I give myself this wiggle room rather than saying I'm going to go to the gym five days a week and oh man, I missed it one week and I feel like I failed. So making sure that you set these actionable steps like read two books a month walk 30 miles, things like this will allow for wiggle room, but also set tangible goals that you can check off of your to-do list and off of your goal sheet at the end of the month. And so I have these printables in my That Girl binder that I talked about in the last session where I just, I have a whole binder dedicated to tracking things, my goals, uh, syllabi, etc., etc. And so my goal sheet in my That Girl binder has actionable step spots. And so this is where I put new ones in each month that I can physically check off and also go back and review and be like, I have a lighter week this week. What can I do to work on myself? What can I do to hit my goals this month and really prioritize those that week? Um, Oh, one last thing for actionable steps is that when you're writing them, make sure that they are in your control and not up to outside influence. And so one of my future goals this year is to really prioritize and grow my social media. 
kind of how I hinted earlier, it's not one of my goals right now because right now I'm a college senior. I'm going to graduate this spring and academics are really important to me. So I want to focus primarily on those right now. It's midterms, focusing on those. But growing on social media is one of those things that I want to work towards for my business. And I would never make my monthly goal hit 10K followers because that's not up to me. That's outside of my control. That requires other people to do something in order for me to hit that goal. Instead, I might say post 30 reels this month or something that I can actually achieve without relying on other people. The ball's in your court at that point. It's up to you to hit your goal. It's not up to somebody else. You can't blame it upon circumstance if you fail. And so you can't externalize that failure. You only have yourself to blame essentially for not hitting it. And so it also gives you that empowerment that you know you can do it all on your own. And so I would include that in your actionable steps, just making sure that you can physically do them. They're in your control and you're not waiting for outside influences. I would like bring this back to a school example is I wouldn't necessarily put a grade that I'm trying to achieve as an actionable step. Instead, I would put maybe study hours or breaking down my assignments into little steps that I can check off to know that I've put the proper amount of time into each assignment. And things like that that are in my control, whereas a grade is up to the professor. And so while I can put my heart and soul into it and do everything within my power to earn a grade that I think I deserve, ultimately it comes up to the professor whether I get the grade that I'm wanting or not. And so that's outside of your control. So if you're in school, in college, make sure to write those steps out so that you're in your they're in your control. Those are my kind of goal oriented monthly reset things. So I really look at my goals holistically, what I want to be accomplishing at the end of the year. And then I distill them down into what I want to be working on this month specifically, how I'll feel at the end of the month. And then really looking at the top three focuses within my goals for the month and writing out actionable steps that I can achieve for each of those goals that I'm focusing on in the month of March. Moving now to kind of my monthly planning session. And so this is where I set up my habit tracker. I schedule my month in my calendar. I plan the workouts I want to do. I review my routines and how I can become more efficient, more consistent, and things like that in my habits for a month. And so setting up your habit tracker to include actionable steps, if applicable, such as walking, reading, posting on social media, journaling, meditating, working out, all of these things, hitting your water goal, hitting your protein goal, all of these things are great to put in a habit tracker for the month. They're fun to cross off. I'm someone who's super motivated by crossing off to-do lists, so habit trackers are fun for me to do. 
because I just get to check it off at the end of the day. And so I set up a new one for the month. I'm currently doing my habit tracker with one of my best friends, Emma Sophie. So me and Emma Sophie created a shared Google sheet and it is super cute. It has all of our goals, all of our different habits that we want to achieve, and then the amount of days in the month. And then at the end of the row or whatever, it calculates how many times we've done it in a month. So it's a really good reflection tool, but it's also super motivating because I can see what Emma Sophie does and Emma Sophie can see what I'm achieving. And so it's just another way to hold you and your friends accountable is just finding that accountability buddy and knowing that they're seeing it and knowing that they want you to achieve it almost you could make it a competition if you wanted to or just a friendly accountability partner. So you set up your habit tracker, including your actual steps if applicable. And then we want to schedule your monthly calendar. So this is doing things like looking at the month holistically. What do you have planned? What fun things can you add in? Do you want to make plans for a girls' night? Do you want to plan in some double dates? I know spring break is coming up, and so that's something that I'm really looking forward to. We're going to Napa Valley, my family and Will's family. And it's going to be such a great trip. We have a hot air balloon ride booked, lots of wine tasting. It's going to be a great senior spring break. But looking at what fun things you have coming up to look forward to can be motivating. But then also making sure that you are looking forward so that you can plan ahead. So knowing that I have spring break coming up and knowing that one of my professors is evil and assigned one of our major papers due the Tuesday after spring break, I know I need to start working on that paper next week so that I'm not doing it while in Napa. And so this can help you plan ahead. And then maybe you want to add in a day of self-care where you block it off no plans can be made this day. It is just for you. Maybe you include a social media detox this day. It's crazy to think that almost all of us have been on social media at least once a day for like years. I know at least I have like it's hard to think back to a day where I didn't at least get on social media once and so maybe planning in your social media detox day during your self-care day so you can really reflect on you, spend time on you, enjoy a spa day, etc. Really anything you want. Um, but knowing that you have that time carved out so that if your month does get busy, it's okay because you're going to make time for yourself and you already have it scheduled. Speaking of scheduling, schedule any appointments you need to make or meetings that you've been putting off so they have a day to get done. Sometimes I find that my extra to-do list, things that don't necessarily have a due date, gets super long and I just need to schedule things in so that when that day comes, I'm like, okay, I'm doing this, even though it's not necessarily due that day. So like your dentist appointment, maybe it's not due on March 12th, but you schedule it that day, you have it in your calendar and you're going to go do it. So that's just like 
looking at your monthly calendar, planning ahead so that the month doesn't slip by, things get hectic, and you come to the end of the month and we're like, crap, I really needed to do that weeks ago. And then you can also plan out your workouts in your schedule. So when it comes to movement, I want you to think about what you enjoy because I enjoy different things at different times. Right now, I'm in a really big yoga kick. So I'm going to plan out a bunch of yoga classes that I want to go to. But I also want to focus on my strength training because I've noticed that it's dipped off a little bit and maybe incorporating more walks. I've noticed that while I love the idea of running, I don't like running because it hurts my knees. And so I know I just need to incorporate more low intensity training, such as walking, cycling, swimming. And so with the weather getting nicer, I'll go on more walks. That's an easy one that I can plan for for the month. So planning in walks, looking ahead at yoga class schedules to see which ones I want to do, and then figuring out which days I want to dedicate to my strength training. So right now, it's looking like they'll fall on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but I know I can always adjust my schedule as needed, such as when we're on spring break and my routine is a little bit different. And then speaking of routines, your monthly planning part of this series will review your morning and evening routine and put the updated version back into your calendar. So you are constantly evolving. You're constantly becoming a better version of yourself. You're constantly in a different state of your life. And that's just the way things happen. And so it's totally okay for your morning and evening routine to evolve with you. Maybe you listen to the nine ways to reset your routine episode that I did a little bit ago. And so you created this morning routine, you created this evening routine, and you're like, I'm going to stick to it. Great. Love the consistency, but it's okay to change it. It's okay to evolve it. If you're craving something new, if you want to sprinkle something in like a morning walk because February was too cold, but now March, it's getting a little bit warmer and you feel like you want to get some sun early in the morning, add it to your routine. Take something away if you if it's not resonating with you anymore. And then switching up your morning and evening routines can be exciting and re-motivate you throughout the month. And so allowing yourself a time to reflect on what was working in those routines and where you want to take your routines now for the month. It can really help to work in shorter increments rather than being like, this is my morning routine. I must stick with it for the entire year that's daunting. That doesn't sound fun. But if you are like, oh, this month I want to try this, you can do it for 30 days. You got it. Like, I believe in you. Put it on your habit tracker. Check it off. Track it. Motivate yourself. So that is the monthly planning section. And now we'll move into the last section, which is just your physical space reset. If you know me, environment impacts me immensely. So where I am, I feed off my environment. Aesthetics really, really motivate me and making my space unique and fit my vibe is super important. So doing your deep clean at the beginning of the month, maybe this is vacuuming, dusting, swifting, 
cleaning the sink, cleaning the bathroom, washing the windows, literally all of these things. Just do that deep monthly reset of your physical space to feel clean. Maybe you go through your closet, clean out what you don't wear, starting to get warmer. So bring out the spring clothes or reorganize your closet. I think I'm going to do that this month where I just reorganize where things are in my closet to make them easier for spring clothes access or just reorganized in general because I've realized some things aren't, they make it, I don't know, they're just not in a good order. And so taking this time to go through that, maybe you have a huge monthly reset just day where you're just cleaning, organizing, etc. Maybe you move some furniture pieces around to update your space or print out some new photos of recent memories. Because I find I print out photos like once a year and then I'm like, oh shoot, I, I really, we took some really cute photos last month. I want those now in my house. I found this super cute idea. I think I saw it on Pinterest, but it's a little glass box the size of a photo. And basically you just print out a bunch of photos and you can put them all in the box. And since it's glass, you can see whichever one's on top, but you can also just open the box, flip through some whenever you want to look at your memories or change out the top photo. You can keep it on your coffee table, on your entryway table, but it's a fun way to collect memories and also look back at them without necessarily being a photo book that you often put on a shelf and don't look at or think about again. But I want to update some of my haul photos where Will and I have taken some new photos, maybe incorporate some of my sorority photos, maybe some yoga photos, but just really redo some of the photos that I have in frames right now. And then lastly, for your physical space reset is to print out any of your goal habit trackers, vision boards, and tape them around the house. So you went back, you updated your goals, you reset for the month, your space is clean, everything is done, prepared, your digital space, your calendar is the way you want it for the month. It's now time to just make sure you have those reminders around your space, your physical environment, to keep you on track throughout the month. So putting post-it notes on mirrors, taping your habit tracker or your chore chart to your fridge so that you can check it off and you see it every day. Just to remind you to be the coolest version of you yet. We all have moments of fatigue, burnout, no motivation, but having constant reminders of your why will help you keep your eye on your vision and can really add up to big change over the course of months, years, weeks, all the things. And so you guys, this is my ideal routine for a monthly reset. Maybe you only take one part of it. Maybe you just need to reflect on last month and that's okay. You only have time for that. You don't really have time to clean up your physical space, all the things. 
Maybe you do this plan over the course of the month. Maybe you just take each one a week at a time and see how you're doing. You can do it in so many different ways. This is just how I like to reset and prepare for a new month. And so take what you need and leave what you don't. Totally fine. I hope you all have a great month of March, a great spring. I just know that with this monthly reset, you all are going to achieve big things. You're going to hit those goals. Stay motivated. You got this. I will talk to you all next week in another episode of Let Us Be Lively, the Lively Pod with your host, Lauren Elizabeth. Bye.